Burke, just how reliable is this woman? Owen lifted the papers on his desk, searching for a customer's file that seemed to have disappeared. He'd had it in his hand five minutes ago. He sighed in frustration as he half listened to the nonsense that his friend was spewing. You broke things off with her, and now she's telling you that the world is basically going to hell. Sounds like she's getting one over on you, buddy. I just can't believe you're falling for this shit. Would you stop what you're doing and listen to me? Burke's frustration came through the line loud and clear. You're worse than Mason. Owen raised an eyebrow at being compared to Mason Sykes, the Nebraska farm boy they both considered a brother. The only way to describe Mason was focused. And anything anyone said while he was working on a project would go in one ear and out the other. He barked orders and treated civilians as if they were in the Corps. That was the nice description, because the man could be a complete ass at times. There were two other men that Burke could have compared Owen to as well, since they had a group of friends that consisted of five former Marines. As a matter of fact, the five of them had just finished their annual vacation up at Lost Summit Lodge in Washington. Maybe Burke was just having trouble adjusting to the nine-to-five life again after the break, and had decided to reach out to an old lover who had made up some radical excuse as to why she didn't want to be with him. The end of the world scenario wasn't common, but it sure worked as a way to say goodbye. That hurt, man. I would have rather have been compared to Van, Owen said, finally giving up on finding the file and sitting back against this cracked and worn black leather chair. He glanced out the window of his office and into the garage to try and catch a glimpse of his mechanic. She was nowhere in sight, and he sighed in resignation, getting back to the conversation at hand. At least Van has a relatively higher IQ. You're gonna have zero, zilch, nada in that pea-sized brain of yours if you don't take what I'm saying seriously. Burke must have really taken this woman's rejection hard if he was raising his voice. Owen moaned and figured he better give Burke his undivided attention. Mav called me last night and spouted off some crap about Ernie thinking that the Yellowstone Caldera was on the verge of exploding. He was insistent enough that I promised to call Paige, since she works at the U.S. Geological Survey headquarters in Reston. Burke now had Owen's attention, and he sat up a little straighter, recalling that there was something on the news yesterday about a 6.1 earthquake occurring at Yellowstone National Park. There was also mention of swarms of smaller aftershocks taking place on another report he'd heard on his favorite rock and roll radio station. Owen hadn't watched television this morning, or even listened to the radio on the way into work, since he'd ridden his bike in. He liked the sleek look of the dinas and soft tails, but he preferred the comfort of the touring suspension on his 2012 Road King during longer rides. Splitting the difference, he had elected to buy the Road King with the 103 engine and forego the hard-shelled saddlebags for the cleaner look of the local cruisers. For Maverick Beckett, another friend in their group, to have called Burke to verify that the earthquake and swarms were a catalyst for something bigger meant it was definitely something of note.